0: You're well, I am Mary Mokalu and you are listening to the Hearing by God's Word podcast where we drink from the well of God's Word, find nourishment for our souls and seek to live out His teachings in our daily lives. Welcome to another empowering episode of Hearing by God's Word podcast. In today's installment, we delve into the profound message of being an overcomer as we explore 1 John chapter 4 verse 4. Join us on this transformative journey as we uncover the wisdom and inspiration this scripture offers. Discover how the verse, You are from God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world can be a source of strength, resilience, and victory in your life. Let's embark on this motivating exploration of what it means to be an overcomer, guided by the words of 1 John 4, verse 4. I am an overcomer. That's a scriptural truth. A human can only claim to be divinely related to God through Christ in the sense of being God's offspring. The strength to overcome the various challenges in life comes from our faith in God, who has already triumphed over them. Jesus Christ resides within us and will help us whenever we seek his assistance. Nothing in this world shall fill us with fear. Satan is the one who attempts to instill fear into our lives. The sin of the world makes things happen that shall never happen. The scripture in 1 John chapter 4 verse 4 reminds us of who we are and to whom we belong. You are the offspring of the all-powerful God, the great warrior. He is the God of hosts and he is undefeated. God saves and he is in every way superior to Satan. In light of this, we can confidently say that we are victorious through Christ Jesus. It is interesting to observe how people respond to truth. Some people will accept it, but others will reject the truth by going against the person who tells this truth. People who reject the truth frequently employ a defense mechanism to conceal their inner turmoil from the reality of their lives. Because we are his creation... We are all spiritual creatures with the DNA of God. This portion of God's DNA within us enables us to choose between right and wrong. So when someone rejects the truth, they are at odds with their inner selves or may not even understand what they are doing because they are under Satan's control. As a child of God, you should hold yourself to the same standard as that of God because it's a very high standard. So when the world passes ungodly legislation, we should stand firm on the truth of God's word because it is our guiding light and sets us apart as his children. There will be a lot of advice about how to live your life and when you disagree with it, those in the world will not understand you. Here's the reason why this will happen in 1 John chapter 4, verse 5 to 6. They are from the world and therefore speak from the viewpoint of the world and the world listens to them. We are from God, and whoever knows God listens to us. But whoever is not from God does not listen to us. This is how we recognize the spirit of truth and the spirit of falsehood. To overcome the evil in the world, we must know and stand with the truth in the Word of God. God's Spirit teaches us all the truth and empowers us to live by it. We need the Holy Spirit because we will experience many trials and tribulations. However, With God's help, we will triumph over them all. No one can overcome if they do not believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. It is essential to emphasize that Jesus Christ is the key to victory. In other words, a person must believe in Jesus Christ and in the power of his resurrection. There is no other method to defeat Satan. No human capacity or understanding can defeat Satan who is on the earth. You need to be in the right standing with God through repentance. No unbeliever can overcome Satan and his devices since they are not children of God. Only those who believe in Jesus and have become God's children qualify as overcomers. Let's look at 1 John chapter 5 verse 1 to 5. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. And everyone who loves the Father loves his child as well. This is how we know that we love the children of God, by loving God and carrying out His commands. In fact, this is love for God, to keep His commands, and His commands are not burdensome. For everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world? Only the one who believes Jesus is the Son of God. I will repeat that part. Who is it that overcomes the world? only the one who believes that Jesus is the son of god so it is very important for us to preach this gospel it is very important to speak about the saving grace of god so that people can be born of the spirit of god so that people can be born again so that people can become children of god because that is the only way they are going to overcome the world that is a scriptural truth found in 1 john chapter 5 verse 1 to 5 it's not for everyone to overcome the world You have to believe that Jesus is the son of God. Then you will have power to overcome because he is the source of that power. You may ask, what are we overcoming? Why are we overcomers? Well, we overcome the works of the devil who deceives people and leads us to sin against God. The devil is not foolish but a very cunning being and he tries to make us fall short of God's glory every time as in he never tires. He is always looking for an opportunity so that he can make us fall short of God's glory. So we have to be very alert. So knowing this then, we have to be a step ahead of him and that is by having a relationship with Jesus Christ through faith in his saving power. We have to learn to resist the devil's work So that we can overcome him and his ways we find this in james chapter 4 verse 7 to 8 so humble yourselves before god that's the first one you have to humble yourselves so that you can listen to him so that you can obey his instructions a prideful heart will not be able to listen to what god is saying so the first step so we have to humble ourselves before god and then When we humble ourselves and we are listening to his instructions, then we resist the devil and he will flee. So there is no pride in us because we have humbled ourselves before God. And then we have the power to resist the devil and he will flee from us. Then we come close to God and God will come close to us. It is never the other way that he come close and we, we go close to him. It is always us taking that step because he wants us to make a choice where we choose him. So we have to come close to God and God will come close to us. Wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts for your loyalty is divided between God and the world. I love this James. It's actually a very good one. James chapter 4 verse 7 to 8. Humble yourselves before God. That's why you say, okay, I have sinned. I am a sinner. I have done wrong. I repent of that wrong. Then, after I have repented and and I have changed, then I'm able to resist the devil because he has nothing against me to say, oh, Mary sinned or so and so sinned because I've already made peace with my God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. As in that's the power of the Holy Spirit at work, that I'm able to resist temptation. When sin is coming knocking on my door, that I'm able to resist that and say, "Uh uh-uh, I'm not doing this. I'm not going to take part in this because it is not holy. It is not right before God. It is sinful. So I resist the devil and he will flee from me. Come close to God. I draw near to him through prayer. I draw near to him through listening to his words. I draw near to him by seeking him out. I praise him. I meditate on his word. Come close to God and he draws near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners. Every day I'm intentional. I'm waking up every day, every step of the way. I'm intentional. I'm washing my hands from every sin. This is a metaphor. As in, I'm, I'm letting go of sinful ways, sinful thoughts, sinful words, sinful actions. I purify my heart. I'm not having any bitterness in me. I'm not carrying any grudges. I'm not carrying unforgiveness in me. I'm letting go so that I do not have any loyalty. So that my loyalty is not divided between God and the world. As in my loyalty shall only be holy unto God. That is James chapter 4 verse 7 to 8. There is power in this one. Well, we have a loving father who has excellent plans for all his children. For all, not just some people. For all his children, he has excellent plans. Throughout this path of faith in God, we are never alone. Remember that there is a God who cares about you and is constantly thinking good thoughts about you. Even though you may face adversity, be it peer pressure, uncertainty about the future, or anything else that seems impossible to overcome, he is there to help you through it. You just need to rely on him. You just need to reach out to him. He is always present. Lean on Jesus and he will make sure that everything turns out well in the end. Let's look at some scriptures. Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you a future and a hope. That is an assurance that he is there. That he is working all things for our good. That he is always having good intentions for us. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 to 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do and he will show you which path to take. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. That is actually everything about you. Everything that entails you, you trust in God with it. Do not depend on your own understanding. That one, it will lead to many errors. It will lead to many issues that will change the course of your life, even the course of your generations. So do not lean on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do. Don't seek his will today or say, okay, I'm, I'm going to seek his will just for my studies and the next for my career, I can just go ahead with it. I've already qualified now. Seek his will in all you do. Everything. Don't leave anything out. Seek his will, everything, every step. Should I do this? Should I go there? Should I partake of this endeavor? Every time, ask him. Seek his will in all you do. And he will show you which path to take because he knows. He is the one who has written your story. He is the mastermind of your life. He knows. He is the author of it. He knows what he has written. He knows which chapter you're supposed to go to next. He knows the next page before you even get there. So we should give everything to him and ask him, Lord, take the lead and I will follow. I'll give you declarations. I will overcome the world because Jesus Christ has overcome the world. In the name of Jesus Christ, I am more than a conqueror. I renounce the dominion of sin in my life in the name of Jesus Christ. I am victorious because the one within me is greater than the one in the world. I want to thank God for these installments I've been giving. There were 12 of them from my book. And as I've been speaking about it, as I've been preaching about these identity truths and declarations, I have learned a lot as well. It's not just for me to speak to you who is listening to me, but I've been learning a lot. There are instances where God will tell me, Go back and listen to what you just prepared. Go back and listen to that. And those messages have helped me in my working life. They have helped me deal with issues. They have helped me overcome certain things. I want you to go and listen. If you're listening to this and maybe it's your first one you're listening to, or maybe it's not your first one, but you've not listened to all of them, I want to encourage you to go and listen to all of them. There are 12 of them. They are, they are all Holy Spirit-led when I wrote them. God gave me this weight or this burden to write about the identity in Christ. And I'll say it's, it's been a journey. It's been a journey. It's a book I wrote. And if you do not get the chance to buy the book, just listen to the podcasts. They will help you. They're not just for me because I wrote the book but they will help you. They are for you too. They are for the next person out there. So share this podcast with others so that they can also be empowered, so that they can also be transformed. My prayer is that as you listen to me speaking, that you'll not remain the same, that your life shall be transformed, that you will get deeper in the word, that you will go and search it out for yourself. This is just like a taste. It's like an appetizer. It's not enough. What I speak, it's five minutes, sometimes ten minutes. It's a few minutes. I want to encourage you to go back after you listen. Go search it out. Go search more. Go find out what is, what is this mirror is talking about. Go and learn more about God for yourself and for your generation and for your world. So that you can also be somebody who is imparting some truth into someone's life. So that you can be somebody of influence into another person. Don't let it stay with you. Be like the woman at the well. Go spread out this word. Share this podcast. Spread out what you have understood. As you're listening to me, I believe that you are also getting Rema words. As you hear me speak, may you also be used by God so that you can also impart other people's lives. In the name of Jesus, I want to pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for the listeners who listen to Hearing by God's Word podcast. And I pray that even as they connect with me, as I speak, Lord, that you will transform their lives in the name of Jesus. May they not be the same, O oh God Almighty, as they listen to me speak, may they hear you. May they hear you, Holy Spirit. May you transform their lives. May these words come alive in their hearts. May they burn in them that to a point that they have to go and share it with others. May it not be... That they will remain the same. But Lord, I ask for transformation. I ask that you heal their hearts. I ask that you that this truth that I've been speaking about, Lord Almighty Father, that it shall take root into their hearts and it shall be a reality for them in the name of Jesus Christ. I bless you, Lord Almighty Father, for the grace to speak. I bless you for even everyone who connects. These few minutes that I speak, who connects and listens to what I'm saying, I bless them, O Lord, and I thank you for their lives. I thank you for even their families, O God. May you take care of their needs, O Lord. May you keep them safe. May you provide for them. My God, Almighty Father, I pray that you do something new in their lives in the name of Jesus Christ, I have prayed. Amen. So we've come to an end of these installments, the 12 Identity Truths and Declarations for the Youth. And as I said earlier, like in the first installments, these were not just identity truths for the youth. The book may have been written for the youth, but actually the identity truths and declarations are for any believer or any person who wants to know who they are, who they are in God. So I just want you to remain blessed and even as we wrap up today's episode remember that you are an overcomer and the words of first john chapter 4 verse 4 serves as a powerful reminder of the strength within you no matter the challenges you face you have the divine spark of greatness within you greater than any obstacle in the world carry this truth with you and let it be a beacon of hope and courage in your journey we hope this episode has inspired and empowered you Until next time, keep overcoming, keep believing, and keep thriving. Thank you for joining us on Hearing by God's Word podcast. I'm your host, Mary Mokadlu. God bless you. Shalom.